I'm Nathan Oren, and this is Journal Talk, the Q&A session where we answer your questions about journal writing. Well, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Journal Talk Q&A. And uh, I have with me a friend and brand new friend from the North, Janet Wizawadi. Hello, Janet. Hi, Nathan. Great to be here. Thank you. How's your day going so far? It is amazing. I love the fall colors and uh, the crispiness. Fall's Mm. my favorite time of year. Wow, very good. Great time to journal, too, because you know what? You can bundle up with a nice cup of hot chocolate on your patio (laughs) with a blanket and go for it. Boom. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm doing well. I just sent out all of the books that uh, I autographed or wrote a nice little inscription for for the folks who ordered my, I wrote a chapter called The Secrets of Expressive Writing into a book that was uh, composed by a group that was working with Jack Canfield. You know how Jack Canfield is so famous for the chicken soup for the soul and how he collected all these stories of uh, heartwarming, beautiful, uh, life-affirming stories from different walks of life. He collected also stories of success and secrets of success. And my chapter made it into volume one of The Soul of Success, and it's on sale from my website. And I got a bunch of orders uh, a few months back, and um, it's still there. Anyone who wants to go to writeforlife.us or writeforlife.com, you can still get them. There's there's about 20-some some copies left, and I'll keep that up there as long as uh, those those copies are there. But I mailed them all out today, so I feel good. I've been I'm in touch with my in touch with my uh, my supporters, my my fans. <laughs> and who knew when I ordered the book? That I would later meet you. Yeah. I, I'm a, a longtime Jack Canfield student. I trained with him. I've done his Train the Trainer, and he's my mentor. And when I saw that book, I ordered it. And now I'm meeting you and, and uh, Michelle. <laughs> this is so cool. It is really, it is so amazing and fun how, how small the world is and the little, um, what do you call that? Synchronicities. Yes. Synchronicities. Yeah. So speaking of books... Uh, Nestor had a great question. This was an online question he sent in to me uh, on a Facebook instant message, private message. He said, I'm writing a book. I want to use journaling to help me, but I have been very slow. And then he goes on talking about transcribing. I've noticed many of the coaches have written books. Many personal coaches have written books. I'd like to start dictating my book rather than journal writing. What's the best way to use journal writing? So he's kind of asking two things at once here. But of course, because of our podcast being about journal writing, I'm going to focus on that part of it. And I think that journal writing is a great way to help anyone who's writing a book. And we've even had some some podcasts about that uh, before. Sometimes it feels when you're first writing that first draft, it feels like a journal entry. You know, it feels like you're just trying to get stuff out. And there are some great tips and techniques you can use to uh, make your journal your ally in completing a book. Have you experienced this before, Janet? Well, I know a couple of people who have kept journals for years and then gone back and used their journal to write their book. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And so I've noticed in my journaling lately, since I uh, was introduced to 7150words.com, that as I'm doing my journaling, sometimes information about my book will come out. Mm. And um, it's not always the intention to sit down and write a chapter, but I find the best way that I have found for journaling with a book, memories and that, is that when I'm talking to somebody, I went and stayed with my cousin and she asked me questions. I want her, I'm working on a book of my life in the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and uh, different stories. And she says, well, what were you doing when you were posted up there? And so I just sat down and I started typing. So it's the memories as they come. Mm. I think that he has fallen into the same category as many of us do is we're looking at the outcome and not the journey of the writing of it. Yes, good point. And to just journal away and whether you type it or write it. And same thing with the how in a previous podcast we talked about, I put light bulbs around things when something, when I'm handwriting, when different ideas come. So if he can somehow highlight when he's journaling when a piece is about the book and then highlight it and compile it in where he's working on his book and, and that will eventually be his book. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So a journal could be your friend throughout the whole uh, book writing process, even if you're not planning a book right now, and you're just capturing moments, and you're just capturing ideas, and you're just capturing, you know, little bits and scraps of what might later turn out to be a book. And because Nestor is working on a book right now, my sense is he's got the ideas, he's got some of the, maybe even the structure of it, and he's just looking to flush it out and to put some uh, muscle tissue and skin and bones, you know, on the bones. Uh, he's got the skeleton already there, perhaps. I don't know, Nestor, what your situation is, but for people who want to, I'll put a link if you want to listen to some of the authors who've been on the Journal Talk program who've talked about how they use journal writing to bring out details of their journal, like they become their character and that and they do a little sketch or a scene just being that character, feeling the feelings of that character, seeing the sights of that character, what is the sensation in the skin, what are the smells and sounds that character might be experiencing, what are some of the motivations, and just writing something that may not even go into the book directly, or it could possibly make one of the scenes that you're writing in the book much richer. And that's if you're writing a story, you know, something like a fiction story or something. But you could also do this for, you know, a, a self-help type book and get into one of the points that you're making in the book or one of the scenes or scenarios that you're using to illustrate your points. Uh, that's one one way to do it. And then I think another thing, Nestor, I personally... When I did NaNoWriMo, are you familiar with NaNoWriMo, Janet? No. NaNoWriMo, it's sort of like an acronym. It stands for National Novel Writing Month. Uh, every oh. November, and one's coming up now, uh, every November people will just write. And it's very similar to our 90-day journaling challenge. You just write for 30 straight days. Each day in in November, you write I think it's like 1,600 words, 1,700 words. The uh, magic number for a novel is something like 50,000 words. And so if you uh, are able to complete 50,000 words in that month, you win, you win a prize. 
Um, and I think the prize is a paper certificate or an, an electronic certificate that you did it. Um, so it's not a huge prize, but the bragging rights for getting that digital certificate is extraordinary. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of fun to be able to say that you won NaNoWriMo. They've been doing this for years. It turned into a global phenomenon some, some, uh, you know, five or seven years ago. And everybody around the world is working on novels during the month of November. And I used NaNoWriMo to write the rough draft of uh, a book that is still it's still not out yet, but it creeps along. It's it's kind of bubbling on the back burner um, of all my projects, and it's the story of uh, me, my coming out, um, coming of age, and my spiritual odyssey. How I came to um, have a deeper understanding with God by um, letting God go, and uh, it's going to be somewhat controversial uh, when it finally comes out. <laughs> Because it talks about a lot of different subjects, but I really, really uh, like what came out of it. And I just started by making a uh, a graph of 30 days and what point in the story I wanted to write about each of those 30 days. And I just did something like a journal entry. I just sat and wrote those 30 points. Uh, I just kept writing. And each day I would make a project to just craft one one small point on the plot chart, you know, on the on the storyline storyboard of that novel. And at the end of thirty days, I had thirty really interesting uh, stories that added up to my book. That's interesting. You're going to have to share. Uh, send me. Uh the information on that the while you were talking about that i i think that in if i heard the question correctly from him was maybe he's trying to go from the beginning to the end and when we try and do it chronologically that like that mm. it doesn't always work that's so like true when you were talking about the how you chose what you were going to write that day it's not necessarily the writer's job to put it all in order that's why we have editors and publishers and or coaches to help us get it there and i have that tendency i have a girlfriend that says to me janet editors are there to correct your spelling just right (laughs) (laughs) you know that is very true and i purposely i'm glad you brought up that point and nestor this will this is a very good point when I used NaNoWriMo and my journal to finish my rough draft, I purposely did not make it chronological. I mixed it all up. Every day I picked it from a different time of the book that or the, the storyline so that I wouldn't get that that feeling of drudgery, you know, like now I got to talk about this. Now I got to talk about this. I would just pick, I had 30 different points on the thing, but I mixed them. I would just randomly pick one each day. And just write about that one moment or that one scene. And then knowing that, you know, like you said, an editor or myself, I would, I still plan on going back and I have, I flushed out different pieces, different parts of the story came out that I didn't expect would come out. Backstory came out. So yeah, uh, uh, that is a very good point. Don't, um, you don't necessarily need to do everything in order. You can play with it later. Well, and in my journaling, it's really interesting. Uh, a couple times now, I just start off about my day or just random thoughts. And then all of a sudden, a memory will come back. Like, I can't remember what day it was, but I went back to a memory about flying. I love flying. But in my journaling, 
it went back to when I was six years old when my dad got a pilot's license for a fixed wing. That's the first time I went up in an airplane. Mm. And then I wanted to be a stewardess. In those days, it was stewardess, but I was too short and I wore glasses. And then I found <laughs> something that I'd written um, in school. I wanted to fly above the clouds. And in that context, I was thinking of being a stewardess. And I took a picture recently when I was flying back from the Baffin Islands where we're above the clouds. And it's a beautiful picture. I'm flying above the clouds, but it's that memories that how it goes back right to when I was six years old Mm. and it brings out different memories from that time. And we can, you know, depending what kind of book he's working on, ideas and stuff can come just by random journaling. Yes. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, uh, Nestor, your journal is your friend uh, before, before, what do you call beginning, middle and end before, during and after. Uh, the book writing process. And hopefully this has given you some uh, good ideas and good luck on writing your book. Please let us know when it comes out. And um, uh, I'd be, uh, I'd be very interested to, to see what you, what you crafted through your journal. Janet, anything else before we say goodbye? Oh, no, I think bantering with a friend like us and, and <laughs> taping it and then transcribing it because even in transcribing your journal, your, you'll add to whatever else because it'll trigger other things. So that might be something because he did mention about, uh, uh, talking it through and yes, uh, sometimes just talking with a friend, like, we didn't know what we were going to say today, did you? No, I had, <laughs> I had an idea of where I was going to go with this, but it's all, um, you know, it, it, the script appears as we speak it. it um, <laughs> uh, and the same thing. And, you know, um, I do, I don't want to over your, thank you for bringing that, that back about the transcribing and the dictation. Um, I don't want to completely gloss over that because um, there are trends. People are now saying that one of the ways they want to journal is uh, they want to, it's not journal writing, it's journal recording. They want to, they yes. want to journal through um, an audio uh, you know, dictate like uh, speaking into a microphone. Other people, uh, like David Wizard Gold, um, that's another good friend. I think he is from. He'll kill me if I say the wrong country because Australia and New Zealand are sworn enemies. But I think I believe he's from down under in Australia, and he talks about video journaling. He does a video log of himself, and he keeps a video uh, journal. Yeah. It's it's amazing. There's all kinds of things. And if you want, if you don't want to do transcribe it or hire somebody, there's, I think if I'm, hopefully I'm not wrong in this, you might be able to correct me. Is something called wizard or something or dragon? Dragon, I think. Dragon dictation. Yes. 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 That will transcribe your stuff. That's true. It's a, it costs a little bit. I think it's, um, uh, depending on what currency, it's something like a hundred bucks to install and get going and it has to learn your speech patterns and things like that. There's also, if you just have um, a few things you want to do and it's not necessarily an ongoing uh, thing, if you have a smaller project, fiverr.com, there's some amazing people. If you just send them an MP3 file or a a wave file, one of those uh, uh, recordings, uh, digital recording, they will send back a text file for you or a Word document that'll have all of the stuff that you said. They'll they'll transcribe it for five dollars. And these are all tools, right. you know. Whether we speak it or we write it, they're all tools leading to the same thing. An That's awesome right. book. That's right. <laughs> An awesome book for Nestor. Good luck, right. Nestor. Good luck, Janet. Where can we reach you? 
You can reach me at familyconnect.com and connect is C-O-N-N-E-K-T.com. And uh, I'd be glad to happy to talk to you or I think my phone number's on that website as well. Sure, sure. Very good. And, and uh, you can reach me at Nathan at easyjournaling.com and look forward to talking to you about any and all questions, uh, living for, with passion, clarity, and purpose. Thanks, Janet. Thanks, Nathan. All Talk right. to you soon. You bet. Thanks for listening to Journal Talk Q&A. If you have a question you would like featured on the program in a future episode, please send it to me at Nathan at easyjournaling.com. Nathan at easyjournaling.com. I would love to feature it here and send you a little thank you gift for uh, sharing your question. You can also send it to me in the form of a voice message. If you would like to share your voice on Journal Talk Q&A, you can dial this number. It's one 1- That's a United States number and only normal toll charges apply. There's no extra charge for Journal Talk Q&A. Thanks everyone again and have a great week and we'll see you next time. Meanwhile, keep on writing. This episode of Journal Talk is copyright and brought to you by Write for Life, an online resource for living with passion, clarity and purpose through journaling. Visit our website at www.write spelled W R I T E, the number four, life, L I F E, dot US. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk. 